Welcome, everyone. This is the Left Field Podcast. I'm Kristen. And I'm Lauren. Oh, wait, no. I messed it up. And this is the Left Field. That's what we usually do. Eh, whatever. Y'all know who we are. Y'all know what we do. Um, and today we are here to talk about a couple of different things. Um, I really wanted to have like a how-to episode or like a tips and tricks episode because I feel like in the past few episodes we've just kind of been talking about like life as a black woman a black millennial woman in the workplace and you know what it's like but we haven't really been given like solid tools as like to how to navigate that landscape you know Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that's true so, so first thing we want to talk about today <clears throat> and as you guys can hear I'm a lot better now I don't sound as gross as I did in the last episode praise God um the first I thing do. we want to oh you sick Trash. Well, you was doing all that um, partying Labor Day weekend, hosting seventeen hundred events for all Literally the how I young got sick. black professionals in San Diego. That's what happens when you don't take care of your body. It's so true. You been drinking your your water, eating your vegetables. It's nope. really hard to find vegetables in Tijuana, Mexico. Really? <laughs> it's like, so even hard. For you, you know what? Yeah. Okay, we're getting off topic, but I'd like to discuss okay. that. That's a food desert. That's public <laughs> health right there. Okay, so um, the first thing I want to talk about today is a suggestion from one of our listeners, um, one of our left fielders. She wants to know uh, if it is appropriate for your coworkers to be your friends, and if so, how do you figure out how and when to transition that person from a, just a coworker to a friend? Okay, so let's start with just basics. Can coworkers be your friend? Lauren, what do you think? I think that do you coworkers, have coworkers that are your friends? Do I currently have coworkers who are my friends? Mm-hmm. I have coworkers who I I don't know if I call them friends. Do you have any coworkers who know all your business? You kick it with on a regular no. basis. You hang out no. with. This is your friend. But I friend. also no, I don't. But I think that I I could, mm-hmm. depending have you ever on before? the work environment. I have before. I have had coworkers who were my friends. What do you think mm-hmm. it was about the work environment that, that made it okay for them to be transitioned to friends? I don't think it was a work environment thing. I think it was a how we connected. So it was uh, just think, serendipity. Or, I, I mean, at the time, we had all started working at the company, at the same company, at the same time, mm-hmm. we were all um, members of minority groups. Mm-hmm. We all, and so we were, and we were in a place that it wasn't necessarily very diverse. Got so we it. all kind of like migrated to each other, and we all had kind of like similar sense of interests, and mm-hmm. um, okay, so we just became kinda, friends. It just kind of mm-hmm. worked organically. You were in an environment where there weren't a lot of other black or young black minority people around at least i don't know if they're all black but minorities around you started working together around the same time and you became friends these were your friend friends not just people you went to happy hour with but your real friends you call these people your friends yes these were people that i call friends and like even last new year's eve we like had a new year's eve trip got it um Mm -hmm. let's see I say these people your friends because I am very cautious of making my coworkers my friends. There are very few, I have very few friends 
that were once or are currently my coworkers. I don't none of my current coworkers. I've been in my job for eight months. None of them are my f- people who work in my office. None of them are my friends. Um, we're very cordial. We're very cool. I would like to hang out with them for maybe a happy hour or a lunch. But these are not people that I have on my Instagram page. These are not people that I call and text about my life outside of work. Um, Now, the agency that I work for is very large, so I've made friends out of people who also work in my agency, but like on my team with the people who know my boss, I don't don't have any of those friends. And I'm finding it very difficult to train, but it's not because like, oh, I don't want people in my business because I feel like, you know, I need to take some steps to see, to learn more about them, to see if I can let them in my life. But I think that a lot of that came from the fact that I've been somebody's boss for the past four years or so. Mm-hmm. And the people that I interact with the most, interacted with the most were my staff. And it was very diff. I hated being a supervisor. I've said it millions of times. I hated being a supervisor because I am too friendly with my staff. I'm too, um, I'm too cool with them. I end up mm-hmm. leading by influence as opposed to by authority. Um, but that causes all kind of issues when you're trying to be an effective manager, right? So I pretty much made it a rule not to ever be friends with any of my coworkers unless they worked in a different, a completely different. But sec- why, when your coworkers aren't your, you know, your staff? So why do you need to lead them by authority or by influence when they're your coworkers? Or is it that you haven't made the switch into thinking about coworker yeah, environment differently? That's a- the latter that's exactly exactly what i'm saying so i'm trying to get out of that habit because yeah i have absolutely and that's seriously been the best part i was just telling my husband the best part about not being anybody's supervisor i love just being a regular degular schmegular staff like (laughs) i love being able to like you know form relationships of course first not just going all willy-nilly and just you know being gossipy and stuff but you know finding a couple key co-workers and like you know, I like to be able to talk shit. You know what I mean? Just to be honest. When my job is going crazy, it's good to have somebody that I can be like, oh my God, what is going on right now? Like, please talk me through this so that I can get through this situation and keep my job and not act crazy on these people. You know what I mean? It's good to have somebody there when stuff is going crazy to talk to. Yeah. Essentially. I agree. Um, so, however, in my past... I have been able to make friends with people who are not my staff. They maybe work in a different division than I do. Um, but it I can only think of one. Like I'm yeah, I can only think of one person in my entire work life who is my real friend friend. Like I still talk to her. We still kick it. We don't live in the same state no more, but we like cool, cool. Um, and that took a really long time. sorry so I have some rules for when somebody can be my friend somebody can transition from my coworker to my friend would you like to hear those rules go for it and these are just my rules and I would like to hear your opinion on them I I, you know welcome your opinion so first thing is making friends with your coworkers is gradual 
Agreed. Um, you, you're not, it's, I don't believe that it's a good idea to, and let's say, how can I define friend? So I guess I should start off with there's levels to this ish, right? <laughs> there's levels to friendships. There's like the coworkers that you speak to every day, you know, cordial, you work with them well. Hey, Jimmy, you know, how many kids he's got, you know, maybe when, when Susie's starting baseball because you talk in the break room, you know? Yeah. Uh, softball. Maybe she plays baseball. I don't know. So then you have like your your friends who you might sit down at lunch with, um, you maybe go to grab coffee with in the mornings, maybe when you go to Dunkin' Donuts, you grab them one too, you know, you reciprocate back and forth. There's that level. Then there's a level of people that you see outside of your job. So that could be you go to happy hour with them, um, or other things in like a, a you know, like hanging out after work, going out for drinks or, or something like that. And then there's the level where like, this is your friend. This is your homie. If y'all didn't work together, you'd still be friends. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They know your life, your day-to-day life. They know the stuff that you don't want your boss to know about you. They are following on your social media pages. That's kind of my own personal rule. Some people might just let anybody follow them all willy-nilly, but I try to keep my ish private as, as possible. Um, so that's like your friend friend, right? They know some of your other friends. They've maybe met your significant other. Y'all hang out with each other on the weekends, like that. Okay? So what I'm talking about is getting to that last level. In order to get to that last level, it's got to be something very gradual. I'm not going to get into a friendship with somebody after being there for But isn't months. that normal? Isn't that how normal friendships progress? Like you don't you don't build a friend overnight in any capacity. So I think the, like your rules or your steps make sense and that like you meet someone and you're like, "Oh, we can chat when I see you, hey girl." Mm-hmm. Hey dude, what's up? And then like you build you slowly build to the I friendship guess you're right. level. I guess you're right. That is just like regular life. Uh, maybe it just is much slower with a coworker. Like I feel like if I met somebody through you and mm-hmm. I saw them on a consistent basis, I would be more apt if you know, if we vibed and stuff like that, of course, I would mm-hmm. be more free to make them my friend than my coworker. Easier easier, I guess, like more quickly. Yeah. I don't know. I think about it. I think that's a good point in that you have to be cautious because, like, like if something, if you have, like, some kind of, you know, issue or whatever that doesn't just affect your personal life, it seeps into your mm-hmm. work life with the with your associate slash friend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I totally get that. I think for me... It's there are I I'm more open in mm-hmm. that regard, um, but you just have to be someone that like mm-hmm. I want to do stuff like that with, want to hang out mm-hmm. with, want to you know gossip with, and that like our vibe yes works. like there are tons of like super nice people. Yes at my job but we just don't have the same vibes and so and like as the only woman of color um well no there's a puerto rican woman there now um but 
she's older and married and I also don't think we would be on the same wave mm-hmm. anyway um, but as like someone who you know has a different perspective on fun than I think a lot of my white counterparts um, I just also don't have like as much in common in terms of stuff like I'm not gonna be like oh this dude I'm talking to is a fuck boy because because it just it wouldn't work out so I totally get that in the sense however so okay I think it also goes back to just will you even vibe so yeah we're gonna go ahead and assume for this conversation that this is somebody that you like this is a you know a cool person you vibe with this person you have similar interests all that I would still say, even if all of those things apply, I'm still going to be extra cautious with with accepting you as my friend. So let's take that. Let's use that context. I think it depends on where you're at. You're at a place in a city with a large minority Mm -hmm. population. Um, So they I don't know. Is the. Are white people even the majorities in Atlanta? Um, I'm not sure about in Atlanta, but in my workplace. Absolutely. Okay. Um, but you're not the only woman of color in your job. I am right? not the only woman of color in my job, or like in my on my team. No. Yeah, um, and I think it depends on like how scarce it is. Like I think if you're in a place where you don't have a lot of people who you would just even mm. vibe with, who would be on the mm-hmm. same level. I think your propensity to be like to reach on to somebody. Mm, I don't know, yeah. girl. Yes. Yeah. I think it yes, gets higher because sure. you like, ooh, girl. Definitely. If you're in an area, <sighs> need, or like even like I was at work the other day and it was this black dude in my building and I was just like, I just stared at him. But one, I thought he was someone I had, uh, mm-hmm. did training with, but he wasn't like giving me the same level of mm-hmm. acknowledgement. So I was just staring at him like, does this dude not right. recognize me? And then as I stared, I was just like, it's maybe not. it's not him. And as this all is happening, I'm still staring at him incessantly. But then the entire time I was just like, oh, I need to talk to this black dude because there is not a black male who works in the okay. in the building. There's a black man who works on the construction site outside, but there isn't a single black man who and works in the building. you also live so in I was Mexico. Just like, so like you have an extreme circumstance. You live in another country where there That's true, but people. I think it's true for San Diego. I think I can be across the border and be in the same predicament. Have a, okay, so what you're saying is that a lot of black people, or when you ha- have... Or people of color or whatever, like, because I work with a lot of Mexicans, but culturally, like, Mexicans who live and work in Mexico mm-hmm. are very different from, like, Mexican-Americans or Latinos who are in a, uh, America. Like, the experiences mm-hmm. are different. So I think it's, um, I don't know, having people you invite with, or, like, I don't know. Even if there was, like, some cool-ass white girls. Not to say that the white girls who I work with aren't, mm-hmm. like, cool, but they're just not... They're not the type I'd be like, let's go mm-hmm. grab drinks and, like, shoot the yeah. shit. Because we're just on different wavelengths. Right. right. So, definitely in agreement that when you are in a place where there are few people that you would hang out with anyway, it's going to be more likely mm-hmm. that you're going to be friends with your coworkers. Yes. Um, but let's mm-hmm. say you live in, like, a, an area where that's not an issue. Let's say that's not a confounding issue. I think if you have your own friends and no matter what area, you're less likely to want to make new friends. I guess. But I think that there's something very specific about 
letting a coworker into your friend space because you are mixing your personal and professional worlds. And I personally am, am very, very cautious when I do that. And I, I mean, you hear a lot of people say all the time, like, I'm here to make money, not friends. You know what I mean? And I don't quite take that approach, but for you to be my friend, like to really know my life and know the non not very professional things that I do in life there there's got to be some type of um criteria that you have to meet and I think that that is very different from you because I I feel like you have friends that started out as your co-workers so so gradually we say that's for everybody okay I would also say that um if I personally will not make somebody my friend before six months like if I ain't been there, if I've been there less than, maybe not six, because that's kind of a long time. But if I've been there like less than four months, can't be my friend yet, friend. I mean, girl, can't be my friend. I'm just, that's just me. I don't, I, I just don't trust you enough for me to let you know all my business because I don't know if you're going to turn around and use that against me at some point if we fall out. Or if I realize later on that you're really not that good of a person and maybe not that trustworthy. So I feel like it's going to take me a, a, a longer time than if you were just a regular person that didn't work with me. What do you think? No timeline. I think I, 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 it's not, I don't necessarily have like a timeline as like, oh, how many months have I known you? Yeah, I do. Uh, like you haven't met that moment. But I think in general, I, I, I assign that criteria for general friends. Like I think it's hard for me to call you a mm -hmm. friend after after less than a year a friend now we're not talking about how me and you are friends we're not talking about like we're talking about the level four but even like still, being able to hang out with somebody on the weekend that's the that's the barest minimum of a friend i i so i think this also hard because i think i think it really depends on your life circumstances and where you're at you're married you were married first in a place where you have um you have friends, you have your spouse's mm -hmm. family, you move to another place where you already have friends mm -hmm. there, you have some built-in networks. I think if you're going, if you're new to a place, who are you hanging yeah, out with? Yeah, that's real. And like, you, like, can you really be like, hey girl, I know you invited me to apple picking on Saturday, but, uh, and I ain't got nothing else to do yeah, either. Okay. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> but, that, maybe that is what it is. Like, I don't feel as pressed to make friends. Because I guess when I was living I think in Tampa, when I yeah. first moved there, I was hanging out with my coworkers. I had also never been nobody's boss. And it was also like my first real job. Yeah. So I didn't know how these people would turn on you. Um, but <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, you're right. When I was out there, I would have pretty much made friends with whoever because I wasn't doing anything else. I mean, you beggars right. can't be choosers. And when, when you, you like lonely, looking for friends, like you desperate. You got to go for it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, okay. So, and and I think it's hard too for me because I'm in a I'm 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 particularly specialized. I'm in a career that's overseas, where like a lot of times the language or cultural barriers inhibit you from being like, no, I won't hang out with you, coworker, because you really are like, well, who else you right. gonna hang out with? <laughs> um, and then the other thing is like also in my career, it's kind of looked down upon if you don't fraternize with your coworkers. Like it's definitely looked down upon if you're like. No, girl. I, I I'd rather like keep my work and like wow. separate. You, it will be a, it'll be a negative. Wow. To your career. Like even not just like work things, you know, or hanging out 
after, no. mm-hmm. you know, for happy hour. You're talking about, like, be my friend, hang out with me on a Saturday. It's not, it's like, it's, I, I don't know if they, it's like, be my friend, but it's like, make an effort to get to know your coworkers and Outside family. of your work hours. Outside like, of work. During the weekend. Yes. Outside of your work hours at Do night. Do you think that's because you guys whatever. are overseas? Well, you're in a foreign mm-hmm. country. Well, it, so they, because it's a, it's a network thing and it's a people, you know, like people in the future world ask people like about you like say you're going to a different post or a different mm-hmm. country or you're applying to a specific job in a different country people ask like oh do you know this yeah, person like and yeah but it's like unlike other companies where you're like i worked on this then for this project you can say that but then you can also people will also weigh oh i didn't work with them but like they were really nice like i live we lived on the same we were both in country mm-hmm. at the same time we hung out and together. Very nice person. Like, yeah, like, or like, they don't have good morale. It's like a morale mm. thing. So when you're like, if you're, especially like my, like your boss, I guess they're called consul general or ambassadors, the head of your mission uh, or post. If they have like so many parties or whatever, and you don't show face, especially early mm-hmm. in your career, like that's a negative. Like, They'll be like, oh, he's having another party. I don't want to go, but uh, I guess I should. I haven't gone in a while or something. It's a, it's definitely looked look down upon. Your coworkers have stuff all the time and you don't go. They're not like, they can't write it in a in your official Are report. Are we talking about like, parties like, I'm throwing my wife an anniversary party. I would like you to be there. Or like, hey, I'm throwing. Girl, it can be like, we having a pool party on Sunday. Who's we? Me and my family? It could be me and my family. We're throwing a pool party and we're inviting the entire consulate community plus our other friends. Or it can be like in, in a few weeks from now, a few families are having a progressive dinner. I would be interested. And it's on hear, a Saturday night. I would be night. interested to hear like um, how or know how much of that is cultural. And I think that networking is important in, 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 in any industry. It's not but a it's, Mexico oh, no, thing. No, I'm not saying it's in Mexico. I, not oh. that culture. I mean your work mm-hmm. culture. Like, I wonder how much mm. being a diplomat and working, you know, with the consulate or whoever, it, I wonder how much that affects how frequently you interact on a friend, non-work level. Uh, and I think there's a lot of other industries mm. like that. And that's definitely something that I struggle with. I do not mm. like that. I just, I feel like I... When it comes to entrepreneurial endeavors, I feel like it mixes all the time. My personal, my professional mixes all the time. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to my corporate job, I very much like to compartmentalize and keep my work separate from my play, at least as it relates to my direct team. So people who work in my industry, who work at the place that I work at, you know, I'm hanging out with them all the time. That's like all that I hang out with. But when it comes to the actual people that work in my office, I, I feel iffy about that. I would be interested to hear other people's thoughts, too. I wonder how many people are, like, on the, you know, I hang out with my coworkers all the time. It's not very difficult for me to let them into my friend space. And the others who are kind of more like me, like, eh, a lot, a lot more cautious. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so talked about it being gradual. I gave myself, I gave myself a, I mean, it's a timeline. I'm not going to not do it if it comes a little earlier, but it's like a general 
rule for me because I, I don't want to do it too early. Um, also, gossipy people. I stay away from gossipy people. If they are, um, even if they're not gossipy, if they just start talking bad about somebody within the first couple months of you being there, I usually say steer clear because um, the fact that they trust you so easily with this negative information um i think that says a lot about their character and how do you know they're not going to go and do that same thing to you later on so i think it takes a little while before i can kiki with you in the in the break room if you do that with me my first day my first week my first month i'm gonna feel some type of way that's um i think that's it i think those are all of my rules there's levels to this thing it's going to be definitely gradual and much slower in my in my world for you to become my friend after being my coworker. Um, <clears throat> so it's pretty much impossible to transition from an entire from a coworker to my like actual real friend. Um, but I, I want to fix that, and I think that I don't really think it has much to do with race in in my in my case because I I do it with all my coworkers. Um, but I do remember back when I was younger, before I started having, being around so many other African Americans, I would say like middle school and, and beyond, oh, high school and beyond, I had hella white friends. Like I miss my white friends. I, but I, I don't know if we really don't vibe and have anything in common or not much in common, or if that's just my perception, you know, so you know what? I'm gonna maybe that's gonna not get my life. To get more white friends? Get white. <laughs> but what's friends. stopping you from having white Period. friends already? Um like, just like you said, when you said I don't you know, I we're not on the same wavelength. They're not somebody that, that we have common interests or that we you know, I, I just couldn't I just I don't know. I just don't know what we have in common because I assume that we don't have anything or that we don't have enough to build a friendship on I will say that not anything um Mm. and I just it's just the fact that I haven't in a really long time but I know that I can I know that that's my perception and not um actuality so instead of closing myself off I want to open myself up Mm, that's fair I have white girlfriends I don't know if I have white male friends anymore. I don't have any male friends. Male friends are useless. I've lost. For what? Why do you need them? Uh, yeah, male friends. Anyway, um, so I would now <laughs> like to discuss. Let's see. Where are we? How are we with time? Oh, it's already in 30 minutes. Look at that. So let's do segments. We had more stuff to talk about, but we'll save that for our next episode. So let's do segments. So we have our... um. Women Crush Wednesday, and then our Get My Life, and then our quote. Is that how it goes around here? Okay. I can't remember if Get My Life or Women Crush Wednesday goes first. I don't think okay. it really matters. Want to start with Women Crush Wednesday? Sure. So my Women Crush Wednesday is Issa yes. Rae. She has completed her second season of Insecure, mm-hmm. and... I have a lot of thoughts about Insecure, um, both positive mm-hmm. and negative, but I think it's super cool that she like literally went from a YouTube Man. series, which I like watched religiously, and I really, really loved her YouTube girl. series. 
I am. <laughs> it's like, oh man, so many of those scenarios. I was like, this yeah, is my life. To insecure, which I don't relate to as much because they just be making dumbass decisions, like dumbass decisions. Yeah. And I just be like, why? Why are you doing that? It's a good ass show. Like, it's entertaining to watch them make these. It's a good ass show, but they be making dumb. The ass most dumb ass decisions, but that like, be no, making with no is reason. That nobody uses freaking condoms on this show. They're getting so much DICK, and ain't nobody using no condoms. Ain't nobody like, oh, put this on, Bruh. grab the condom. People just be raw dogging. It, Molly, friend. Come on, use that condom, girl. I, I'm all in favor of you getting. It. Like you're a single woman, you get yours by, by all means. You're about to get pregnant by a married man, but you need to start <laughs> using condoms. Like eat, pregnancy is Alicia worries, girl. People out here got that got stuff that you come on, you can avoid. I don't know. Pregnancy is a big worry. Although you can get rid of it, so okay. <laughs> That's true. Some things are solvable. Okay. So, um, Issa Rae, for show. It is so inspiring to watch Awkward Black Girl on YouTube. I was just telling you this. And then to watch Insecure, like to watch this girl who came up from literally doing um, a YouTube web series to, what is she, the director, writer, actress, producer, director, and um, writer of this show? creator director writer producer of an amazing show um and she's super young i wonder how old she is when was she born she's under 30 because she was just on the 30 under 30 so she's either under 30 or 30 she's not Hmm. significantly older than us but yeah it was great like awkward black girl was the first youtube series that i watched and probably the only because i don't be watching youtube series but that's how good it was because i was just like uh, why am I watching this series on the mm-hmm. interweb? And then I just be like waiting for the next episode to come out. Waiting. That's crazy. Like, dang. That's crazy. I, I would know. like, to, I'm going to go and look at her, like her bio to see um, like what she was doing before. Like, I know she was like, how did she even get the money to do Awkward Black Girl? Because she had actors and shit. She had like a stuff. Sorry. She had like a, um, like a, like a, a place that she was recording so I wonder like her story. I wish that I knew more about that. Maybe we can get that information and post to our um Instagram and our Facebook and stuff, girl. That's awesome. That's mm-hmm. really cool. Um she's also an author. I forgot about that. She wrote a book, a whole book. Yes, yeah, she was. And and The Misadventures of the Awkward Black Girl. And it was like a New York yes. Times bestseller, yes. actually. A memoir. She got all, she got, I love it's a memoir. She's under 30. That's like, man, half your life ain't even oh, done. This was in, she was in uh, 30 to 30 in 2012. She's 32 now, but still. <laughs> she's super oh, okay. freaking young and she's amazing. So she's definitely she on Woman Crush Wednesday. Hashtag Woman Crush Wednesday. Um, and the soundtrack to that show is so amazing. Every time an episode comes on, it plays a song that I love that's like not quite mainstream yet. They really do yeah, be jamming. Great. They really do be on there with she's all great. the jams. But I just can't get over their horrible decisions. Yeah, like I just don't. I wonder. Did you see the season finale? Are y'all out here making them bad decisions? Gosh. Is that what y'all doing? All mm. of them. That's why I was like, who relating to this? Because I ain't. This is where you lost me, Issa. Like you lost your car. 
your job, it'd be like your, that. your apartment, it'd and your like man that. in one but you're season, Shawty. Like super overachiever. One so, season. like, have you never not had it all together? No. You all, you're Molly. No. That's why no. you can't relate to losing your car because no. you're Molly, bro. No. You're no. Molly. She lost her car looking at dick pics. She what? She lost her car looking okay. at dick pics. She got in a car accident. No, okay. But she's just saying that because you've been living yeah. in all these major cities, you don't have no car. You got a little, uh, a little rocket uh, no. motorcycle. First of all, so you can't text no. while you're riding your motorcycle. You're Molly, friend. No. That's why you have everything together. You're Molly. But Molly's also Molly lost. She's lost making a good man poor, um, to- poor uh, <laughs> dating decisions for sure. She's not the best uh, at this dating thing. Um, okay, so you're right. It's they're not making the most relatable to maybe you um, or I at this time, but it's quite entertaining to watch. Um, and I still feel like they're my friend. Kelly's the only one who's out yeah. here, and she's crazy. She's a complete psycho. She's the best crazy. in my life. I love her. Anyway, okay, Issa, you are our, um, our woman crush, one and you're also a cover girl. That's pretty amazing. We didn't mention that. I saw that. That happened today. Happened, like, over the Irma girl. I don't know. Sometime recently. Um, <laughs> but that's amazing. Like pretty natural hair, dark skin, skinny black girl. And she stays committed to that uh, yes, natural super hair committed. movement. Like all her hairstyles. And her t-shirts in the show would be bomb. Like her t-shirts yeah. and her sweatshirts. Like she you get that made for on, you, especially bro. for I this. I definitely want to. Yeah. Okay. Her product placement is killing me. <laughs> Although someone did say that does CoverGirl even make her shade? They will now. Tree. Anyway, <laughs> so um, that's our Woman Crush Wednesday, Get My Life. I had an idea for my Get My Life, but you know I have her. Oh, yes. Um, so like I said, I there are people at my job that I think that I would like to get to know better and let slowly into my friend circle. So my Get My Life for this next these next two weeks um, are to schedule some type of outing during a weekend um, with these coworkers. That's what I want to do. Okay. I want to schedule an outing so that I can take the first steps to get to know people more because I think that I am limiting myself and I need to take advantage of my opportunities while I'm not anybody's boss. I'm just chilling. That's true. Now, did you do your get your I life? I did. So last week, week, our get my life was. Or your yes, last episode, last rather. Episode last was episode. to um, pay more attention to our baby, our left field podcast baby. We just been kind of, um, as far as marketing goes, and like really planning for the future of the podcast. We have just been letting it happen organically, and it's been working well. But we would like it to be more strategic. Um, so we've got a few things in the works. My get my life was to come up with uh, some strategy for that, uh, which we have done. So you guys stay tuned to see some new things that we will be rolling out. And that's it. That's sweet. my get my life. What about you, homie? Mm, sweet. I don't really have a get in my life. I'm sure there is a lot of things I can There's do. Actually, there. I'm currently in the process of getting my life. I'm heading on vacation. And my apartment is like, it's literally like Irma ran through this bit. It's awful. Because I just, I've had no motivation recently to like do housework. Oh, you know what? I do have to get my life. I'm going to hire a cook 
That's my get my mind. Right, to maybe. hire a cook and potentially okay, a maid in the next. <laughs> well, for those who cannot hire cooks and maids, um, okay, this is not get their life. This is get my right. life. Okay, can sure. I get my life? Somebody else can get your life. You can hire somebody to get your life with you, for you. I I mean my thing is like I'm not eating right and healthy no, because I'm, I'm I don't totally cook. being a hater and I'm I'll even hater. buy I'm hating completely yeah I'll buy groceries and stuff I'm and hating. it'll go to waste like I literally have thrown away so many groceries like because I just don't Took have the motivation to cook money. I'm just yeah I would love to hire a maid I'm wasting <laughs> money I wish I would love to do that that's so that's idea. what I'm gonna do that's I'm idea. gonna do that live for yourself no more burnout isn't that what you said last um, episode. You gonna treat mm-hmm. yourself? Exactly. Treat who? Yourself. Me. There you go. All <laughs> right. Um. Well, those are our two segments. We have one more, um, and it is a quote. I would like to share this quote um, with you. This quote says this: "I want to be a woman who overcomes obstacles." By tackling them in faith instead of tiptoeing around them in fear. Hallelujah. I think that that is very powerful because I think a lot of the time a recurring theme that we have had on this podcast, not just from the two of us, but from our guests, is that the fear to get started can be paralyzing. Um, And it has Mm -hmm. killed more dreams and hopes and goals than failure ever has so um just to motivate myself to continue to push not get scared by the fact that i have obstacles um and to just keep staring right at them like what's up i already know you're gonna get solved just like all the other obstacles ever in the past have been solved somehow so what's up you know that's a good quote um well, ladies, possibly some gentlemen. Gentlemen, I know gentlemen, I know gentlemen who, listen. who listen as well. I know they tell me, and I mean, hey, but this is not really for you. But hey, anyway, um, uh, but we are. That's a wrap. This is it. This is our episode. So y'all, let us know what you think. Let us know if you're easy to make friends in the workplace, or if you're a little bit more on the cautious side like me. Um, tell us your stories about how it's worked for you in the past and how it's bit you in the butt in the past um and yeah that's it share get my life with us like always and we'll see you in a couple weeks ciao bye